to another episode of Becoming Entrepreneurs. My name is Beto, and my co-host here is Juan. Uh, today is our book review day. The book we're going to be reviewing today is called The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. Escape the 9 to 5, live anywhere, and join the new rich. So this is actually an older book. Uh, I think it was first published in like 2009 or 2007, somewhere in that range. Um, and it's uh, a, a, an extremely popular book. I'm sure a lot of you have already heard of it, if not already read it as well. Uh, but I thought it'd be a good book to review. Um, so just to give everybody a brief summary, the uh, four hour work week is basically a book that tries to teach us how to stop working 80 hour weeks, how to stop going after working 80 hour weeks and start living on our own terms. Um, so most people grow up thinking they have to get a job and work till they retire or work to build a business where you work 80 hours a week. Um, but this book gives you another option. And that basically is designing your, your own lifestyle so that you work less and do more of the stuff you love with the people that you love. Um, so this book goes a lot into uh, the fact that you don't want a million dollars necessarily, but you want what that million dollars is going to get you, right? So the main focus of the book is in trying to teach us how to take back control of our time, uh, allow us to be more flexible, uh, even within our current jobs. So he gives you a lot of insights into like slowly asking to work remote um, until, you know, getting one day, getting two days until achieving mostly remote work or even 100% remote work which in turn will allow us the freedom to travel, uh, do other things uh, while still accomplishing your daily work tasks. Uh, and if you're a business owner, he talks about eliminating like your most demanding customers because those are the ones costing you the most in terms of time, which translates into money and translates into you not having as much freedom. Uh, so all in all, the book intends to get us out of the daily grind and basically into uh, an early retirement or many, many retirements, as he calls them. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, so first off, uh, let's talk about, Juan, uh, what we didn't like. So for me personally, um, a couple of things that I didn't like about the book. So I've read this before. And for some reason, in my mind, I remember not liking the book. And I, I don't now I don't remember why, but I remember not liking it at the beginning. So some of the stuff that I didn't like uh, reading it the second time is uh, at the beginning of the book. To me, he sounds kind of like I don't know if it's condescending or lazy. Uh, I don't know what it is about it. It just like he just doesn't like come off as a very likable person for some reason. Um, that was the biggest thing. Uh, and then the, uh, the other two things was uh, when he talks about like basically uplifting or uprooting your life. It, you know, if, if you're a person that likes to, to travel, which I don't know who doesn't like to travel, but he talks a lot about going on uh, vacations like during the year and if you have kids you know being able to put them in other schools and i know you and i talked about this the other day offline but that's just also something that for me it didn't sit well like i wouldn't want to do that to my kids and uh but i guess that's to each his own right 
And then the uh, the third thing was uh, like for me, I really enjoy working. <laughs> I don't know, so I guess I don't want to retire just yet. I think I just want more freedom to do more of the things I love, which I've talked about before. So I guess the mini retirements is more of my thing. So maybe that's not really a thing I don't like. But those are some of the things that I, I didn't care for the book. I know it's not a lot, but uh, what are your thoughts on it? Um, so some of the things that I wasn't that didn't really like about the book were, um, uh, for example, the book sounds like uh, it's more for people that have already established some sort of decent income. Uh, it's not for anybody who's barely starting off and wants to to make it in business and work a four hour week. To me, it, it, it was more appealing to people that have jobs or have some sort of uh, money already saved up, like, you know, people like us who want to reduce their work time to enjoy freedoms of life. Right. So uh, that's a, the first thing that I, that I think I didn't like. And I think the reason that that bothered me is because most of these books, and I guess if you know what the book's about, then it shouldn't bother you. But most of these books, you know, are, are people that are going to go find them are people that want to spend time with their family and start a business. And I think this is kind of a misleading book. If you think that it's going to tell you how to have a four hour work week while you're hustling to start a business, the, the, they don't go together. I think it, it, this book is almost at the point of you already hustled. You already have a business. Now let's figure out how to cut back so you can spend more time doing things that you want to do. So that's one of the things that bothered me. Um, the other thing was uh, that even even if you have a business, um, I think this is more for uh, for the people that, that can afford or that have a type of job that lets them work four hours a week. Um, I still am in the boat, and maybe I need to read it again. Maybe I need to actually implement the book. But I'm still in the camp that thinks that this is a little bit of fantasy. And I know uh, Tim Ferriss is very successful. And, you know, if you judge by his life, then this is not a fantasy. But in my head, I, I still think that for the normal person, this could still be a, a little bit of a fantasy of a book. Yeah, well, that's the thing is a lot of people don't have jobs that they can go work remote. Exactly. Right? So like if I'm a cashier at a grocery store, I can't. Yeah, I can't do that remotely. So, exactly. So that's why I said it's more of a book for somebody who's in those positions already that they can do some of these things. Yeah. So it's not for the uh, well. Now, I mean, he he. That's the thing is he covers a lot of topics. Um, one of them is working remote or, or trying to work remote to free up your time and all that, which it goes a little against uh, the rest of the book in a way, right? Because he's trying to free up your time, but then he's telling you to do more on on those remote days so that you can convince your boss that to let you work remote because you're getting more done from home than you are from the office and that's and that's a way to slowly build up to the going 100 percent remote now i don't think that's sustainable and i think this is a, a negative in the book right because how is me giving 110 percent on my remote days to eventually go 100 percent remote if my boss which I know there's a lot of idiot bosses out there, but if my <laughs> boss is, is has any sense at all, I'm sure he's going to expect that same type of output once I'm 100% remote. Like, how is that even sustainable? Because the whole point, I think, um, it seemed like was to, to help 
you like start growing other businesses and start working for yourself is kind of the, the long term, right? Unless your goal is just to work 100% remote so that you can do the work from anywhere. And maybe you buy a freaking RV and, and go, you know, travel the, the, the world or whatever. Yeah. And again, he caveats that in the book. And I mean, you're, you're hitting a really good point that kind of goes to one of the reasons I think it's still a little bit of a, of a fantasy is um, he's talking only to people who can put the output out in one hour that most people put out in eight hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the people he's talking to. So if you're not that type of person that, that can put out the, like, let's say, for example, in your fields, Bethel, where, you know, when you worked in IT, if you can't put out a, a project in one hour that somebody, it takes somebody else eight hours, then the book doesn't really help you all that much. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with you. Um, that's one thing I didn't like. Um, the other thing, like I mentioned briefly, was uh, when, when he talks about, well, first off, let me say, uh, like I said, he does sound very condescending, I think, or lazy. I, I don't know how to how to phrase it, but that first chapter, even now, it still rubbed me the wrong way. Um, yeah. But I would say, like, power through it and, and just still give the book a, a chance if you are going to read it. But um, the, the whole vacationing or, or kind of, you know, because he talks about if, if you are able to detach yourself that you can work anywhere in the world and you know you can take your your kids out of school and you can put them in in any other school and i i just feel like i couldn't do that to my kid <laughs> and that's kind of like where we when we you said we talked about this offline that was where we kind of disagree like i would love to do that like i think that would be a great life but then again it's not my life anymore it's my kids life so i do have to consider that but in my head i'm thinking man can you imagine if i would have traveled throughout the world as a child i think i would have had so many memories but like you said, I wouldn't have established those roots and those friends. Yeah. But like you said, you what? how many friends do you still <laughs> actively, I mean, you keep in contact with through Facebook or whatever, yeah. but how many friends do you really hang out with on a daily basis? Exactly. Anymore? Yeah. I live far away from all of those friends. So I guess it's all about the memories, right? But it's still, I mean, you'd still be making memories if you're traveling the world though. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think there's a right answer on that. I just, nah. <laughs> I, I just feel like uh, I would be, which I guess I, I mean, just because of working, I actually did miss a lot of stuff, even not having traveled. Like my senior year, because I was already so career focused, I actually didn't go to like prom, my senior prom. I didn't yeah. go to that because I was out opening a, uh, helping open a new call center in in uh, Baton Rouge. Yeah. So I missed I missed that. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I guess I guess it wouldn't be a bad thing. It's all God personal it, choice, like you said. It. There's no right or wrong answer. It's just personal choice. So again, not not too much wrong with the book. I guess in in our both of our opinions. Um, so I guess let's get into what we did like. Um, so i i guess i'll list off the stuff i liked and then we and then you can talk about yours and then we can kind of circle back but uh so one of my favorites uh that that i talk about a lot is uh he he does get into the pareto principle which is the whole 80 20 rule uh so i like that a lot because he, he goes into a little bit of detail on that and how you can apply that uh to your work or your life uh he also talks about uh, another Another big like of mine is uh, Parkinson's law, 
which basically talks about uh, the more the more of a deadline that you know the further out a deadline you give to somebody people are inevitably going to fill that time with non-productive work so if i give you a task and i say it's due next friday you're gonna fill up that time with a bunch of nonsense whereas if i had told you it was due in three days you'd get either similar or better quality of work done in just those three days so you're gonna fill in that time with with nonsense um, so that's a, a, another big one that i've always liked and and he does get into in this book uh, the third thing is he does talk a lot about out outsourcing uh, your life. So getting, which I've mentioned before, you know, getting VAs, virtual assistants, or um, just outsourcing whatever you can, everything and anything that you can. And along with that, building systems, which I'm also a huge fan of, is building systems, like, which all that means is based building uh processes and procedures, checklists, things like that, that then you can in turn use to outsource everything. Um, and then I do like that he gives a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of resources. So he gives a lot of links. He gives company names. He gives all this stuff that he's used, uh, which a lot of books don't use, and, and it frustrates me a lot. Uh, but he actually does give you all that. He gives you all these uh, resources that you can use to try to emulate what he's done. So I like that. And then he also does give you a lot of actionable items. There, there's a lot of content in this book. So it's a really long book. It's 448 pages, I think. So it's massive. And if you listen to it on Audible, it's like 13 hours. So it's a, a long listen. But he gives you so much content that you can take and use. So those are my, my big uh, likes on the book. So I think for me, you know, one of the, the good one of the good things is what you were talking about there at the end is he gives you a lot of actionable items. Like his book is filled with exactly how he did it. It's not just empty content. So that was a great book. It's not just like him going, you know, one of the things you should do is work remote. You know, that's one of you know, no, he actually tells you how you can in, in, you know have a plan to go work remote. You know, he tells you step by step. Okay, you do it this way and he even gives you what you should put on emails or how you should talk to your boss about it so the book is filled with actionable items so that was a really good positive on my side the other one is another one you talked about which is the Pareto principle but i like how he he doesn't just explain that the principle and, and then let you go figure it out again he explains it and he tells you why and what you should look at when you're looking at the 80 20 rule for example when he describes that um you know he's got uh these customers that are just taking his time and when he really th thinks about it those customers aren't just taking his time but they're it would cost him he would make more if he left those customers even though they're one of his highest paying customers but he would make more because he's spending so much time on them 80 percent of his time goes to that 20 percent so I love that that he explained that, that Pareto principle in that kind of fashion, and it, it really opened my eyes to how to look at, at things, even here at home, you know? Yeah. Um, and then the third thing that I liked is that um, if, again, you know, because one of my dislikes was that this is a target to a, to a certain kind of individual, but and, but this individual is me. Like, I have retirement money coming in, you know, so I have money that that – that I'm not working for right now. I can work remote from home. So 
it it is targeted targeted to me and it did it did motivate me to look at my life and figure out how I could minimize my life and where I could cut uh, unnecessary time wasting to enjoy more time with family. It motivated me to start thinking like, man, maybe I should fucking sell my house and, and buy an RV and just travel the U.S. So it does motivate you if you're in the right place in the right part of your life uh, yeah. to do a four-hour work week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was the biggest uh, one for the, on the Pareto principle, like you said, uh, was, uh, you know, sometimes you got to learn to let go of those big paying customers. I really liked how you talked about that um, because they're, they're just, they're, they're, if they're your biggest time wasters, uh, you know, get rid of them because of the whole Pareto principle. Um, so the, the biggest, uh, as far as our, our one big takeaway, like if you could take one thing away from the book as a whole, you know, what would that be? So for me, I'm going to go with, with a little principle he talked about, and he mentioned it several times in the book. And I, um, it just hit home for me because I've always thought this and the fact that he said it reinforced it and now makes me want to go execute it. And he talked about why wait to retire to your 65 when you can have many retirements throughout your life, when you can still enjoy it. So for me, that hit home and it's really started to motivate me to think about, you know what, what can I do to go on vacations and enjoy almost like a, a retirement a year with my family and myself and just start making memories now instead of waiting till I'm 65, if I even make it to 65, to start making those kind of memories. So, yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Um the biggest one for me was outsourcing everything, which is I, I've kind of been working on that for a while now. I, I try to do that as much as possible, uh, but just trying to free up your time, you know, and, and we've, we have talked about that in the past on other episodes, but I think that's huge, man, is, is freeing up your time. And it kind of goes hand in hand with the, what you, your big takeaway was if, you know, because, if you outsource everything, if you make people less dependable on you because you've outsourced everything, then it does free up your time to take yeah. a, uh, take those little mini retirements. And that's really my goal. As I've mentioned before, that my, my goal is to be able to go do whatever I want, whenever I want with my family. That is the whole reason I'm doing this. That's a, a whole reason that I want to be ultra successful and and maybe ultra rich one day is to have that freedom so you, you and and that's that's the thing is he does talk about in this book is is it's not about it's not just about money like you you can you ha, you can enjoy a lot of that stuff without money yeah. without being a millionaire you know you don't have to be a millionaire to enjoy all that stuff you you can you know, he talks about how it only takes, you know, it could take $3,000 to go have a really awesome month long vacation in fucking Buenos Aires or whatever with your family. Yeah. Right. So you don't need a lot of money to do this stuff. What you really need is time. And that's really what he's trying to gain or help you gain is the freedom, the flexibility, and the time to be able to do that stuff. So long as you're making some kind of money, yeah. you are going to need I money. Yeah, I think uh, that's you don't need um, to be a millionaire. I, I, uh, yeah, 
he made me feel again. That's why I said like, if you're in my position, he made me feel like I was what he dubbed the new rich. Like, Hey, I might not be a millionaire, but I have money coming in and I have time to spend with my family. So in my head, I'm like, I am rich. I mean, you see some of these rich people who are working 80 hours a week and can't spend any time with family yet. I'm here, not rich, but I get to go out on what, even if it's just a short trip to, you know, to the Northeast or the Southwest. And I, with my family, whenever I want. Um, so yeah. So he makes me feel like, yeah, I am that person. I am that person. He's talking about that can do these things. So yeah, out, outsource everything. That's, that's my, after this book, that's my big goal. I took a lot of notes on that one subject to help me even more. And like I said, I've been working on it forever. Uh, I I've even started doing little things like the other day I, I, I use this company to deliver stuff for my construction company, but you can like items like materials and things like that. But the other day I needed a, a new water heater. So I, rather than go to Lowe's, uh, you know, walk through the store, buy it, sit there, wait for it, get it loaded, all, you know, do all that thing, all that stuff. What I did was I ordered it online. And then still, again, you can order it online, but if you go pick it up, you're still going to have to go. If you do curbside, you're going to have to sit there. Sometimes they take forever. That's time wasted. If you go in, you're waiting in line again forever, and then you need to uh, wait for somebody to help you load it, a lot of time wasted. You, so easily you can waste an hour just trying to go pick up this one water heater. So what I did was I ordered it online, and then I scheduled this delivery company to go pick it up and then come drop it off at my house. And the other thing I gained with that is if I had gone to pick it up on my own, who's going to help me unload it at my house, right? So not only did I gain the time, but then I gained a person to help unload it when they got here <laughs> and I put it in, in my garage to wait for the plumber. So just little things like that, like a, a save an hour here, save an hour there. I just think it, it really helps, uh, helps a lot. Um, and then one thing I did want to discuss so one of the things that I took away from the book that really brought stuff into perspective for me was a parable that he tells about the fisherman. Do you remember that? Mm -mm. No. So he, he tells a parable in there and, and I'm going to, I'm going to read it for you guys. Cause it's, it's, it's short, but it, it really like, it, it puts stuff into perspective. So, so here it goes. So an, an American investment banker, was taking a much needed vacation in a small coastal Mexican village when a small boat with just one fisherman docked. The boat had several large fish in it. The investment banker was impressed by the quality of the fish and asked the Mexican how long it took to catch them. The Mexican replied, only a little while. The banker then asked why he didn't stay out longer and catch more fish. The Mexican fisherman replied he had enough to support his family's immediate needs. The American then asked, but what do you do with the rest of your time? The Mexican fisherman then replied, I sleep late, I fish a little, play with my children, take a siesta with my wife, stroll into the village each evening where I sip wine and play guitar with my amigos. I have a full and busy life, senor. The investment banker scoffed. I am an Ivy League MBA and I could help you. You could spend more time fishing and with the proceeds buy a bigger boat, and with the proceeds from the bigger boat, you could buy several boats until eventually you would have a whole fleet of fishing boats. Instead of selling your catch to the middleman, you could sell directly to the processor, 
Eventually opening your own cannery, you could control the product, processing, and distribution. Then he added, of course, you would need to leave this small coastal fishing village and move to Mexico City where you would run your growing enterprise. The Mexican fisherman asked, but senor, how long will this take? To which the American replied, 15 to 20 years. But what then? asked the Mexican. The American laughed and said, that's the best part. When the time is right, you would announce an IPO, sell your company stock to the public, and become very rich. You can make millions. Millions, senor? Then what? To which the investment banker replied, then you would retire. You could move to a small coastal fishing village where you would sleep late, fish a little, play with your kids, take siesta with your wife, stroll to the village in the evenings where you could sip wine and play guitar with your amigos. <laughs> so that puts stuff into perspective for me because like this, this, here's this guy that, you know, by all, but by the, by the American standard, this guy was poor. Right. And, and mm -hmm. he didn't have much. And, but it, it made you think that that's, he was living the life that everybody's striving for. So a lot of people that are working 80 hours a week, are working to have that life and here's this guy that we see as poor but he's already living this life he's living this life every day of his life right so it, it just put things into perspective for me because it, it's it, it kind of shows you that you again you don't need money like you're trying to amass these millions or billions of dollars to go do what this guy already does for nothing yep. so just wanted to 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 get into that because that that one really hit hit me hard for some reason like it just really made me think about you know why you're doing things and and where you're trying to go with it now all that being said fish fishing and living in a small coastal village that's not for me <laughs> <laughs> it's not for me at all and and so it just something about the story really got to me but uh, again that's not for me and that's not for everybody so for me. The reason I want to become successful is to spend time with my family, but I also like nice things. You know, I want to be able to go to nice dinners and take nice vacations and stay at five five star resorts. That's me. You know, that's what I want. That's what I would want in retirement, too, is, is to be able to take my family to really nice places because um, I enjoy that. You know, but again, the story just really just really hit home for me for some reason, even though that's not for me. That's for me, though. That resonated with me. Yeah. So uh, any final thoughts? No, like I said, I think um, I think the final thought is that, you know, the book, if you're in the right place at the right time and you're, you've got some money coming in with the right job, it's definitely a good book to read. If you do want to spend more time with your family, if you do want to make that, that commitment to work less and, uh, and enjoy more, but Again, you have to be in the right, the right team, uh, right place at the right time. Would you recommend it to those people? Yes, I would not recommend it to anybody who's uh, looking for a uh, a book that is going to teach you how to get to that point. This book does not do that. This book gets you is uh, is teaching you once you're at that point what you can do for a four hour work week. This is not a book for how to become an entrepreneur that works four hours. So as far as for me, um, and I guess I'll, I'll differ a little bit. Uh, so I, I would recommend it 
probably for anybody, I, I would I would I would highly recommend the book because there's a lot of actionable items. There is a lot of information. There's a lot of resources that are stated. Uh, as I mentioned before, I didn't really care for it for some reason the first time I read it, and maybe I was just in a different mindset back then. It's been a few years. Uh, probably like five years, um, but I, I would definitely recommend it uh, for for anybody because uh, he does get into a lot of ways you can make money. Like he gets into like a affiliate, you know, doing like affiliate marketing. And um, if uh, if you create a product, uh, how you can market that product effectively, and he even gives you resources for that. Um, so he does give. I think some information to people that aren't maybe like people that can go work remote, but I think he does give enough information for people that are looking to build a business from scratch as well. Uh, now there might be some uh, chapters that aren't for you. Uh, like if I'm being honest, there was a the chapter on the, uh, I think it was on the actual retirement, like the mini retirement. It was towards the end. I think it was like chapter 14. I completely skipped that chapter because I'm not there right now. I'm not I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready to listen to that. So I completely skipped that chapter. Um, al well, almost. I, I started it and then it just it seemed like I wasn't get getting anything out of it. So I skipped it. But so if that's you, again, I would recommend it to anybody. If you're not in a job that allows you would ever allow you to work remote because you are a cashier at a store or something like that. Skip that chapter. But I, I think you can get still get a lot of very useful, very uh, actionable information out of the book. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. That was our book review for the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. Let us know what you thought of the book if you have read it. And um, if you have any recommendations for other books we can review, please let us know in the comments. We'll see you here tomorrow. And until then, go get it.